your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. On today's episode, we, of course, will be talking about the Avalanche Vegas game on Saturday. Uh, we will be getting to our sound check. And are there new Avalanche jerseys on the way? Adidas has teased something. <laughs> and I, yeah, like we need more. Uh, <laughs> and uh, did a little bit of, of sleuthing. Not us. We have to give credit to the Internet. Uh, but we may have found out what it is already, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow the show on our YouTube channel over on the YouTube hit subscribe and get notified when a new show goes live. So the abs with a three to two win over Vegas once again in Vegas. Uh, crazy game because it wasn't like I mean it was it was a back and forth type of game, but the abs were were down, yeah. and all it took was thirty seconds less yeah. than that. Was it twenty eight seconds for? And that's all that this team needs sometimes to take the lead. And another two points is in the pocket of the avalanche. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it started out. It's the slow starts. They're almost hulking up like Hulk Hogan back in the 80s used to do. Just kind of get <laughs> defeated. And then they would just like start shaking and then come all the way back. And it was it had that funky vibe to it. Like the avalanche go down and then here's Burkowski out of nowhere. Hey. Then, then the abs go down again. And for some godforsaken reason, JT Comfer. So mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this game's got that vibe. And it just continued on through the game, and we wrapped it up real clean. <laughs> well, the you know Vegas, it you know, seemed like their their game plan was working for for most of the game for you know fifty nine minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, it was working, and yeah. and and you just have I don't want to say it was a, a lapse in in their game plan. It's just sometimes the puck bounces that way, and I'm talking about the second goal. When when it, it it just turned the puck over, who had the second assist on, on that absolutely incredible pass from uh, Makar? It was Rantanen. So Rantanen was kind of just uh, in in the neutral zone, so he didn't have the momentum. But Makar had the momentum going through the neutral zone. He passed it to him. That play, I can't emphasize how so few people can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even in the NHL, like your superstar, that needed to be a superstar to a superstar type of play. That is so difficult to pull off and to have that accuracy that Nathan McKinnon had on that pass, that's your superstars coming through when they needed to in a very important moment. That was I mean, we talk about the Kale McCarr spin move all the time. I've watched that play just from from beginning to end, not just the pass, the pass from Ranton. It's like they all knew exactly what to do, where to go, where to be, and it ended exactly like they thought it was going to. It was a thing of beauty. 
Yeah, and you you see that, and we talked about it on the bonus Saturday episode that we had about the cohesion with mm. this team right now. And you see it on not just that top line, like with Miko, Nate, and Kale. Like you even see it on these lines that, like the fourth line, the third line, you see Nuke making passes and they just know where everybody is at a certain time, especially the defense. And games like this, when you have that cohesion and you know your teammates inside and out and where they're going to be and how they play and where they like the puck, moments like this is where it pays off when you yeah. need it. Well, and the Avs, you know, it was it was a struggle. It mm-hmm. was a struggle to get anything going. And even though they took that lead, uh, you know, three shots on goal yeah. in, in the third period. That's it. That's it. Two of them went in. Uh, it's not what you want. It's not how you draw it up. And you don't want to rely on games like that. But, you know, that just goes to show like they they kept fighting. And that's that's what I love about this team is they know like they they just got to keep fighting, keep yeah. playing their game something will 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 materialize and when it does you have to capitalize on it and that's exactly what happened because and then after that goal after that mckinnon goal they were on the defensive mm-hmm. for the rest of the game and and you, yeah you're trying to get a, another one to kind of give you a little bit of a cushion but they couldn't get it and yeah you know and and vegas was was pre- they had to they, vegas now was in offensive mode they, they mm-hmm. got to turn things around so they got to have defensive players engaging and then they were but for the abs it's just you keep fighting you keep playing you you don't surrender you don't give up uh and why would this team from from all these comebacks that they've had uh just uh, against winnipeg you know a three-point deficit or three goal deficit they came back on so you think you can't come back on a one goal deficit against vegas 100% they believe that, and they just keep fighting. And this is going to be one of those games that once we get to the playoffs or we start, you know, talking about playoff matchups, this is going to be a game that we're going to look back on because you could take the second period out of this game. Nothing happened Mm -hmm. in the second period. And you can look how the defense was playing in the first period. They were collapsing on themselves. They were kind of lost. We've been seeing that a lot. But then after the two quick goals in the third period, there was about five minutes left that that defense had to stand up against wave after wave of Vegas trying to take that game to overtime. So if you see how the two periods, the defense acted and reacted, it's it's night and day. And if the team, we mentioned it before, in-game adjustments, if this team can make in-game adjustments like that and it be this noticeable, it speaks volumes for what this team can do in the playoffs playing the same team four to seven times in about a two-week span. Oh, yeah. No, this this makes you feel good. And, again, to do it on Vegas's home ice uh, kind of just makes you feel good Yeah, if you're playing these guys in the playoffs as well. Um, yeah, the first period, the, the turnovers by the Avs were, were horrific. Mm-hmm. So many neutral zone turnovers that was just giving Vegas really good odd man rushes and one of them got through the first one yeah. that Marcusel got through. Um, but you got to give Kemper a lot of credit here. Yep. Once again, um, I want to talk about him and, you know, he, we'll talk about him cause he was on the ice and then we'll talk about one of the avalanche that was, was not on the ice. Uh, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, but 
First, we are going to talk about Built Bar. You know Built Bar. You love Built Bar. It's the greatest tasting protein bar on the market. And even if you've given up on your New Year's resolutions, you can still include it in your healthy eating regimen. And you can even try the new Built Bar Puffs. Did you get yours in the mail yet? They will be in tomorrow. You got your tracking number. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So Built Bar Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. And they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat and covered in 100% real chocolate. And it comes in some incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. So they are low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bar with Built Bar. They're better than a typical candy bar, which can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. But Built Bars are 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So we mentioned Darcy Kemper and, you know, had a couple of rough games. <clears throat> one, one of them against Buffalo. The Boston one is the Boston one. Uh, and then you had Pablo Franco spell him and you had him come back for this one. You kind of felt like, you know, he, he just needed a little bit of a rest. And I thought he played great again. Yeah, I do. Like he, he led in a couple of goals. You know, one was the breakaway. Uh, what was I said? Marcia so was the breakaway. Was was he the break? No, I think I think Chandler Stevenson was the breakaway. That was the yeah, first that goal. first one. That first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So which is tough. You know that that's tough to it's it's not easy for uh, you know just essentially a a uh, penalty shot <laughs> coming yep. at him. Uh, never easy. Um, and then the one on uh, Marcia so got one on him, and then he he had to ha- be be good. You know, yeah. what I mean? like we were saying in the beginning after the Avs got that second goal. Um, or third goal, technically, with, with McKinnon. And they were on the defense. Like, he was a big part of of shutting things down. Mm-hmm. And he got 36 shots against him. Um, and he needed to be every bit as good as he was for them to win. Uh, I, you know, he's going to have games like he had in, in Boston. And what you want to see is, all right, take a little break. And how do you perform when you come back? Yeah. And the way that he performed on Saturday... I'm more and more than satisfied with that. Yeah, and this is we've seen both Pavel Francos and Darcy Kemper pitch shutouts, which is good. And we've also seen them let up a couple goals early and then that's it. They yeah. shut the door and they they take ownership of the game. And seeing that out of Darcy Kemper in this game was you felt confident. You could see it in the way he was playing and the defense can feel that confidence as well. And yeah. they also were playing off that. Well, you felt confident in that v- Vegas was going to have to work for a goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't feel like he was just going to give up an easy goal. Yeah. So you, that you felt confident in. But the way Vegas was was just bombarding them, <clears throat> you're like, one of them is going to sneak in somehow. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't, obviously. They shut him down. Um, some of the sticking points for the Az, which we talk about all the time, <clears throat> face-offs, not good. Uh, pretty much 60% to 40%. Um, power plays for the Avs, technically 0 for 2. But the Burkowski one, I believe, I'm pretty sure the Burkowski one was, once again, seconds after, not even seconds, 
maybe milliseconds after the power play was over. So technically it doesn't count, but uh, on statistically they are 0 for 2, um, which continues to be a little bit of a problem. And I guess you can look at it as, well, they, you know, it, it took them all of the two minutes plus a half a second to get one. Yeah. And why are we waiting that long to try to get a goal? I mean, it it is a little bit of a sticking point right now for the Avalanche. You can't deny that. And we almost had it broken the other night against Winnipeg, but Gabe Landeskog also scored in the same That's fashion. Another one. Yep. And the coulda, woulda, shoulda, they're still two for their last 30. Right. So okay. it's not good at all. And if you're this far up in the standings and you're looking this good against really good teams, boy, it would be a lot nicer to have just one go in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean... It's 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 tough to you know be kind of picking apart things when the team is playing so well, but it's one of those things where like those these games that aren't are or that are close wouldn't be yeah. if they could just rattle off uh, an extra power play or two. That's what's keeping other teams in the game. Yeah, against the Avalanche, and you know that's hockey, and it's a you know it's unlike any other sport because. You know, we've seen it. The, mm-hmm. the Arizona Coyotes can beat the best team in the league on any given day. So, you you know, you need those goals. Yeah, you need them to distance yourself during the course of a game. And when you're not, you're letting the other team hang around. The Avs have been lucky enough to shut down the rest of the game, but you don't want to rely on that. You you know, that's, they're, they're like, well, I don't. I, I was going to say they're like free throws. They're not as easy as free throws. No, but, but you know what I mean. They're they're yeah. there. They're there. They're points and they're goals for the taking. Yeah. And and you know your your percentages are not going to be as high as free throws. Yeah. But you want them to be a lot better than like you said, two for thirty. Yeah, and we're we're not nitpicking here. What we're doing is pointing out things that need to be improved for the playoffs. We know what this team's potential is. Like this is a deep run team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you can't be a deep run team in the playoffs going two for 30 on the power play. Like in the playoffs, you don't get crazy scores like you just saw the other night with Toronto and Detroit. You don't get 10, seven games in the playoffs. Hmm. It's it's skill versus skill. And if you have the opportunity for a man advantage in the playoffs, you better know how to convert those because you're going to need them. Yep. Um, Yeah. And the abs only managed to get 21 shots on goal. You know, a lot of that is to Vegas's credit for their defense, but the Avs did out hit Vegas 29 to 13. Mm. And I would, you know, recommend going back if you want to and looking at some of the the stats for the playoff series the Avs had against Vegas. Those numbers were in the 40s. Yeah. For hits. That was a brutal series and, you know, what's mi- that I think that's part of the game that's missing for Vegas. Is yeah. they are not at, they're still a, a kind of physical team, but not like they used to be a, a, a year ago. So, and for the Avalanche, whose game is not to be insanely physical, to out hit them almost two to one, it's kind of surprising to me. So, yeah, I, I don't know where you're getting those numbers. The Avalanche aren't a physical team. No, they are. I hear, I hear it yeah. all the time, all the time. But you um, see, Kale McCarr yeah. and EJ doing that on a nightly basis. So, yeah, yeah. So one of the guys not on the ice Saturday for the Colorado Avalanche is one of the guys that keeps getting thrown around, well, recently, but pretty much the entire time he's been on the Avalanche, Tyson Jost. Uh, Did not have a good game on Winnipeg. 
and Jared Bednar benched him. Um, and he told he, he, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he was just like, I'm trying to find the right combinations of things. And sometimes that basically includes benching some guys. And Saturday was Tyson Joe's turn. Do you, how, how much do you read into this? Because on one hand, Jared Bednar has done this before, you know, n- not with Tyson Jost, but other players. He's mm-hmm. done this at the beginning of the year with Alex Newhook. He's done this with Nikita Zadorov. You know, he, he's done this uh, obviously with Curtis McDermott. So he does give guy, he's dropped Burkowski down in the line. Like he, 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 he does this. But when we're in the portion of the season that we're in with, you know, trade rumors swirling, are guys like us who do a podcast on the team <laughs> going to read deep into this and say, like, his days with the Avs are, are officially numbered? I would. That's what everyone initially thinks. Mm-hmm. That's it's I mean, it's that time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, Somebody's right. not starting your watching the game with one eye and watching Twitter with the other, waiting for that breaking news. But honestly, if you have to fire up Burkowski by putting him up on the first line to get him going, is this Bednar's way of getting Jost going? Say, hey, we could do it just fine without you. Trade deadline is coming up. It's either play now or we're going to continue and you'll be in Ottawa. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I, I... It, again, it's tough to read how Jared Bednar operates and, and what his mindset is with him. <clears throat> because like you just said, like with Burakovsky, it was prop him up in the lineup mm-hmm. to try to jumpstart him. With Jost, is it the opposite? I mean, you with Burakovsky, you can feel like, all right, I'm going to keep prop him up into the first line. And when he's playing with Rantanen and uh, McKinnon, I'll be okay. Uh, you you can't really prop Jost up into a second line just to try no. to get him. You know, you can't do that. So you kind of have to go the opposite direction in, you know, he he's a coach's decision. And is that enough to get him going? If it is, he has a short amount of time to prove anything. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't look good for this to happen to you at this point in the season. <clears throat> and like I said to you earlier, when you were texting like he, when you do that, his value goes down even more. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, like, like he he's not going to be the guy that's involved in a Claude Giroux deal, and that's the current NHL player that you are giving them. Yeah, you know what I mean. If, if the asking price for for Giroux is you know a current roster player, a prospect, and a draft pick, he's not the current roster player. Yeah, if, if, you, if he is now on the bench. You can't say it's because we have such a full roster when you're giving McDermott three minutes. You, right, man. That's right. You yeah. can't make that you can't make that pitch saying, Well, we had such a full roster, everybody's gotta get a shot and keep them warm, but you're only playing Kurt McDirt three minutes, and then yeah. Jost is sitting there. Like it it really diminishes his value. And then when it comes like does he even get to be dealt playing like this? I don't know. I mean, if he is, that is a a genuine, you know, depth for depth. And let's move a guy who both guys are in need of new scenery. Yep. That's basically what that move is. It's it's one of those, you know what it is, man? It's it's one of those Ryan Gray's moves. Yeah. In in the middle of the night, nobody pays attention to it at all. And it worked for Ryan Graves. It did. You know, and and that well, for you know, his time in the avalanche, it works. Um yep. 
does that as I feel like that's kind of what's going to happen if they do move Jost. It's just going to be one of those, you know, the, the Giroux deal, whoever he gets dealt to. Those are the headline grabbing moves. And then, you know, when when the music is rolling on NHL tonight, uh, say, hey, thanks. You know, ha- thanks for watching. Have a good night. Oh, and by the way, Tyson Joseph dealt for so and so, you know, like that's, that's cash considerations. Good. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's. It's the Ron Ron Burgundy showing the squirrel uh, water skiing at the end of the the newscast. It's basically what it is. Uh, And you feel bad about that. But he's not moving the needle anymore. And, you know, if it does get dealt, um, it's a depth move. And and you just need new scenery. And sometimes that's what what a player needs. So we'll see, though. I mean, you know, the next game is Tuesday, right? Yeah, um, we'll see what the decision is for for him on on Tuesday. So I don't feel like they're completely giving up on him. If the Avalanche have proven anything, it's they don't just give up on guys at the drop of a hat. So we'll see. I hope Sackett can shine this up and make this leaky bucket into a watering can and yeah, yeah. ship it out. <laughs> well, we'll see. All right, uh, let's hear from Ben online. We'll get to our sound check. We'll get to the jerseys, and then there's one other thing that I wanted to cover in this segment, which we didn't get to, but we absolutely will because it's absolutely ridiculous. Looking at you, Vegas. Uh, <laughs> but first, betonline.net, and of course, the football season is over, but the sports roll on, including the basketball season. It's in full steam ahead mode for both pro and college hoops. You can get the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land at betonline.net. It's the number one spot for all of your sport betting needs, sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it is not just basketball. Betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC. So head over to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. That's betonline.net, where the game starts. All right, let's get to our sound check. And uh, we did the one for Winnipeg. Uh, now we can do one for Vegas. And these are the songs that we feel best summarize the action, in this case, against the Vegas Golden Knights. And if you are a subscriber to Spotify, you can uh, go find. We add these every uh, next day. We always add them to a Spotify playlist, uh, L-O-P-N sound check is where you can search and find that and follow along whenever these things go up. So let's hear from Mr. Sullivan. What do you got today for uh, our soundtrack against the Vegas Golden Knights? Watching that Vegas game, feeling that Vegas game, it was an angsty game. It was a mm. punk Rocky game. Okay. And we're going newfound glory. The song uh-huh. is simply titled Vegas. Listen to the song. Okay. It's, it's one of those... Like I play guitar, like it's a lot of my songs. It's you listen to it, you can watch like either the condensed game or whatever. You can yeah. feel the song and what you're seeing, and this is exactly the situation for this song. Vegas like the, by Newfound Glory. It could be like background music as the game is going on. Yes. Basically. So it's like a the score. soundtrack. Yeah, the yeah, soundtrack exactly. to the game. Yep. All right, all right. I got. I don't listen to a ton of Newfound Glory, but I I should. Uh, I'll definitely. Listen to that one clearly. I went through a phase, bro. <laughs> did you really? I, I never did with them. I don't know why. I ne- never was in a newfound glory phase, but I know a lot of people that were. Um, all right. So that'll be on the, the set list. And for me, uh, again, there was like a, uh, a few that I was going between, but in watching that goal, that McKinnon goal, the McCartan to McKinnon goal, and then them coming out on top, 
and only having three shots on goal in the third, I don't you just get the feeling that this team is unstoppable? Hey, and that is my song. It's a band called Ad Infinitum. Mm. Uh, it's it's a you know they're kind of and and I had to go with this one just because it's so like like from the first five seconds just there's a little bit of a guitar and then boom right into it and it is so, kind of like what you're talking about with with the newfound glory it's just like this it fits the 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 moment yeah of, of that play like right after that play and mckinnon just getting like he he gets fired up obviously yeah but he doesn't get if you watch him he doesn't get too fired up after goals yeah because he he kind of expects to score but he knew the importance of that one yeah, um, and he he was just like he was yelling like he was just fired up, and I had to go with uh, that song "Unstoppable" by Ad Infinitum because cool. it's just listen to it and you're like, oh dude, yeah, this is gonna this is getting me pumped. So, yeah, um, check it out. Um, both those songs will be on the uh, the set list or the playlist early Monday morning. So, all right, um, all right, want to get to before we get to the jerseys. This stuff bothers me. <laughs> Does it bother you? Yes. It does absolutely. It, 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 some people are like, and eh, it really doesn't matter in the long run. And I want to disagree with that. And what I'm talking about is, you know, after a hockey game, they do one of the best things in sports, which is they give you the three stars of the game. And if a player on the other team, on the uh, visiting team, in a losing effort, has a good game, you throw them some cred. You give them a third star. Sometimes you give them a second star if they they net a hat trick or something in a, a losing effort. Mm-hmm. Vegas decided to give the first star and second star to their own players while giving the third star to JT Comfer. Not even the guy that had the winning goal in Nathan McKinnon to JT Comfer. And their first star of the game was Jonathan Marcheseau, who had a goal, a single goal, which I guess was their game-winning goal because that was their second goal. So <laughs> if the Avs stopped scoring, he would have had the game-winning goal, I guess. And then they gave their their second uh, star to Lauren. I can't even pronounce his last name properly. Brassois? I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's name. Okay. And he had a 0.857 save percentage on the night. I think I would really like someone to do some efforting to see if anybody in the history of the game has ever been given a second star with a 0.857 save percentage. When you had the opposing goalie had a 0.944 save percentage on 32 shots. Why do you do this, Vegas? Are, are they that petty where they can't give the opposing team a little bit more dap, including like if you want to give one player on the avalanche a star and you don't give it to Nathan McKinnon, that's because he's Nathan McKinnon and you don't want him showing up on, on your jumbotron at the end of the game. So you give it to JT Comfort. Come on, that, man. This, this is just stupid. That's exactly what that was. That was Vegas being petty. Like that's it's their MO at this point. It is why, why we should anticipate anything else is, beyond us but to give it to jt like granted it was his first goal um in about eight years um <laughs> but yeah nathan mckinnon better. had the he had the game winner and 
hey, Avalanche fans travel. So the Avalanche fans would have loved to see Nathan McKinnon on that Jumbotron. I was so, seeing a lot of videos getting posted on social media of Avalanche fans having quite the time, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like in the concourse and stuff like that. They were they they showed up. So good on you, Avalanche. But this is just more of the same from you know like like the the All Star break where uh, who, who was it that that they had win that oh won, uh, was it uh, Petrangelo I think yeah it was Petrangelo. and the and he du- did, yeah he just did the stupidest thing and they let you know they had him. Win. That stuff is is so big to their ego that they feel like if they don't, they're not always at the top. Like people are going to think less of them. That's why and, John Hamm's not on Apple TV. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's just it's annoying. It's annoying, and uh, maybe they do it so guys like us get annoyed and talk about it on our podcast. But you win. It's embarrassing. <laughs> just embarrassing. It is. It is. So. All right, and then finally, uh, Adidas posted to social media, to their social media accounts. It says, Classics revived on 3-1-22. So that is on Tuesday. Uh, we're bringing back six classic designs from around, around the league available to shop at adidas.com. And then you had pointed out to me that on their Instagram page, they have the same post. And then, you know, when you tag people within a post on Instagram, when you touch the the image, it spits up who's tagged. And the Colorado Avalanche are one of those teams that are tagged. So we also did some more digging. And it seems like maybe they've already put these out there. It seems like they're on their website already, which is very bad. Uh, I don't I don't want to say customer service. Not good. <laughs> Uh, this is like the, the, the Washington, what are they now? The, the, uh, the, the this, form. Yeah. The, uh, starts with an R. I don't, I don't even care. I don't even know. <laughs> but, that shows you uh, how good they did on their team name. Yeah. Uh, they, but they, that was like leaked yeah. weeks before they had like within the arena, they had yeah. like, the team name up and, and people had drones out there yeah. <laughs> and they could see through these windows of what they were putting up there. Um, and I don't know if it seems like maybe Adidas has done the same thing because the the five teams, they say six in their post and there's five teams that they have up on their website and they are old uniforms for the avalanche. It's another Nordiques one, but a little bit of a twist on it, right? It's that one, the blue. Right. Yeah. It, for those on YouTube, it's the blue and white Florida Lee Nordiques, but yes, with a twist. It's got the 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 igloo is not red. It is white. Correct. And I could have sworn I've seen that on like the early 80s Nordiques ones. And I'm going to go back to try to find it again. But Mandela effect gets us all. Uh, yeah. But all <laughs> the ones I've seen are, are the, the red ones. So um, it seems like that's what it is. And the other teams are the Lightning, the Sharks, the Kings, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I just love that because when I first saw six teams, I'm like, oh, original six. Original mm-hmm. six gets all, it gets everything once again. But I like the fact that they, you know, they they went and did maybe they're gonna do these like in in waves, like six every couple weeks or something like that, and then eventually get the whole league in. But but these are the first ones. And if that's what it is, um, I mean, are, are we they're 150 bucks, 150 dollars according to the website. Is this more money getting dropped? 
Uh, honestly, I would say yes, because the fit that I have over on the wall, it's not, I don't know if anybody's bought these new Adidas jerseys, mm. contrary to what, what we're accustomed to, like the crest, it's, it's a much different design and it's mm. not a hard crest. Like if you wear a hockey jersey, you've got that big avalanche A and every time you move, you got that big move it with you. Yeah. But these new jerseys, like it's a different design and a different weave. So when you're moving, it moves with you and it's a lot more comfortable. And if you're going to get that out of the Nordique logo, I might be dropping some money. Yeah, but there's no, it doesn't say if there's like a name on the back or if you can get a name on the back. Like I I don't, I don't like plain back uniforms. I don't. I don't. I shouldn't say I don't any. I do own some, but nah, I didn't buy them on my own. People have gotten them for me. Mine are a lot, about 80, 90% of mine are former players because I'm very mm-hmm. superstitious. It's either plain or former players. Right. Yeah. I don't like empty back uniforms. So if they're, and I, again, I was telling you, like, I don't get the impression that these are going to be worn in game. Yeah. I get the impression that these are just something Adidas is putting up on their website, you know, to obviously make money. Um, and there's going to be people that flock to these because they're, you know, the older style, especially the sharks one where the lower third is white, but it's got the gray and black stripes mm. on them. Like that's going to appeal to people. The penguins one is the Navy, not the Navy blue, the powder blue one. I don't remember this one with the black on the bottom with the black. Stripes. I, don't I remember the powder blue, but I don't remember with the stripes on the bottom. Um, and the Kings one is the yellow one with the, like the King helmet or the King crown, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, it's cool that the, they're selling these things, but do we have player options to put on the back? Um, if not, I think it's a, a pass for me. And they so. still haven't announced that sixth one on that website leak. Right. Yeah. And if it is not the Islander fish stick logo, I will riot. Well, if it's well, I think they might hang on to that for when they do reverse retro mm. volume 2.0. That will be a day one purchase for me. It is one of my favorite jerseys of all time. The The Sabres are going back to the red and black next year as a third alternate. Mm-hmm. I'll be getting that as well. Okay. All right. We'll see. We only got to wait a couple days before we get like an official announcement. It does seem like if these are them, they leaked. And I'm sure they will sell like hotcakes. So, all right. Until next time, which is tomorrow, we will be back and discussing the March schedule. Um, and maybe play a little big game of what if. Why not? That's always fun. Uh, but until then, we will be back tomorrow and talking more apps. So thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. He is Mr. Kyle Sullivan Shaggy Von Doom. I am Chris Maselli. And you're listening to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. And we'll see all you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.